Hi, my name's Russell Norman, and welcome to Blue Marble Storytellers, bringing you great stories from around the globe. On this episode, we bring you a humorous story written and read by Eris Walker called Roxy Gone Rogue. Eris joined Reedsy Prompt's short story writing competition recently, and a short space of time has had two shortlisted stories. A great testament to her story writing abilities. We are due to talk to Eris in an upcoming episode of Read Lights, Write Lights, so look out for that. Please enjoy this great story. Jason ushered the leggy blonde through the threshold of his apartment and pretended not to notice the approving nods and obscene gestures from his forever frat boy neighbor. Amanda stepped in and looked around. Cozy. Jason attempted to see his space from her perspective. The open floor plan was sparsely furnished, with minimal decor and bare white counters. Sterile. So she's gorgeous and sarcastic. Make yourself at home, Jason called, stepping into the kitchen. Would you like a drink? Amanda tugged at her form-fitting dress as she lowered herself onto the couch, thighs sticking to the leather. Yes, please. He joined her with a wine glass in each hand. You look amazing, by the way, and I had a really great time tonight. He watched her face, appraising her reaction. She draped one long leg over the other and dipped her head with a coy smile. Me too. Jason wasn't an expert when it came to romance, and he never trusted himself to assume his date felt the same way he did. He'd taken a chance asking her out, but figured now he'd let her make the first move. He didn't want to rush anything, but a little atmosphere couldn't hurt. Jason turned and directed his voice to a sleek, cylindrical device sitting on a side table. Roxy, play Michael Buble. The device chimed, a blue light circling its rim. Her voice was even, clear. Okay, searching online for the answer to your question, how much do my girl's boobs weigh? Jason sputtered in his drink. Amanda's hand went instinctively to her chest. The AI assistant continued, Depending on cup size, one female breast can weigh anywhere from Roxy, no, stop, Jason ordered, speaking louder. Not boobs weigh, play music by Michael Buble. Okay, one moment while I search. I'm sorry, I don't see any recipes for boob souffle. Jason's eyebrows shot up. Never mind, Roxy, just stop. Okay. Jason and Amanda exchanged glances. Sorry about that. He rubbed the back of his neck and Amanda chuckled. She normally picks up what I say perfectly. It's okay, Amanda smiled. We actually just installed Roxy for my grandpa, and you should hear the things he says to her. She laughed, recalling a memory. He'll yell from across the room asking her, what's for dinner? Or where did I put my dentures? I don't think he understands how it works. He's really getting up in age. Jason laughed. Oh no, poor guy. That must be entertaining, though. Oh, God, yes. She rolled her eyes and leaned forward. Just last weekend, my family went over there for dinner. And by the end of the meal, my grandpa was pretty much done with company. So he yells, Roxy, make everyone get the hell out. A voice chimed behind them. All right, looking up the balance of your savings account. Your balance at Central Hills Bank is $3 and Roxy, stop. Jason spoke through tight lips. Amanda smoothed her dress, not sure where to look. 
Um, that's an old account. I haven't banked there in years. He pivoted and enunciated to the device. Roxy, off. The blue light arced, then disappeared. Jason readjusted himself on the couch and placed a light hand on Amanda's knee. I really am sorry about that. I don't know what her deal is today. It's okay, she giggled, shifting her body toward Jason. Okay, so anyway, you were telling me about your family. Do you have any siblings? Amanda touched his leg and smiled, her hand lingering. I do, two sisters. Hey, me too, one older, one younger. Ah, so you must understand women pretty well then, she winked. Well, they definitely taught me a lot. How to French braid, how to ice a cake, and I guess mostly how to be sensitive and respectful towards women. Amanda rubbed his kneecap. Oh, that's so sweet. Jason placed his hand over hers. A calm, bright voice piped up behind them. Call from that skank from bar on Elm Street. Call from that skank from bar on Elm Street. Jason's wine sloshed when he shot up and unplugged the smart device from the wall. He ran a hand through his sculpted hair. Okay, funny story about that, his voice cracked. He held out his palm, trying to hold off her reaction. This woman I met like two years ago turned out to be a total stalker, and I kept accidentally answering her calls. Amanda raised an eyebrow. I see. She had a super common name, and I never realized who it was until after I answered, which always turned out to be a huge mistake. So, hence the contact name. A flush crept up Jason's neck. But now I always know who it is. Amanda nodded and exhaled. I guess I can relate. I met a guy when I was volunteering at the soup kitchen downtown, who I thought was really sweet and philanthropic and whatnot, and he turned out to be a total creep. Jason lowered back onto the couch, giving her his full attention. That's awful. Does he still bother you? She shrugged her shoulder. No, but mostly because I haven't volunteered in a while, just to avoid him. But I really miss it. And in. Jason reached over and touched her shoulder. I'd love to go with you sometime. Really? Her face brightened, hand moving to Jason's leg again. Yeah, sure. I've been wanting to be more active in the community. You know, give back and stuff. I think that's really great. She smiled and swallowed the last sip of her wine. Jason gestured to the glass. Want me to top you off? How about a glass of water? On the rock, she giggled, full lips parting over white teeth. On the rocks it is. A clear, bright voice echoed from the secondary device in Jason's bedroom. Roxy here, how can I be of assistance? Jason spoke loudly. Roxy, go away. If you are interested in a getaway, I could research travel destinations. Based on your recent internet search of topless women on beaches, you might enjoy a tropical vacation in Roxy, stop. Amanda rose from the couch. Seriously? Okay, just wait. I never search for any of that. I swear. I don't know what's wrong with her today. Amanda strode toward the door, clicking against the laminate. Wait, I'll go unplug it and maybe we can put on a movie. Jason's face pinched hopefully. Amanda reached for her handbag. Look, I had a great time tonight, Jason, but it's getting late. I should go. She backed toward the door. I'll call you, okay?
The door shut, and Jason stomped into his room and whirled on the device. What the hell is wrong with you, you stupid robot? He pulled the cord from the wall and collapsed on his bed with a sigh. Friggin' Roxy. A blue light swirled on the dark wall. Roxy here. Jason sat up. How can I be of assistance to you? Jason picked up the sleek cylinder and turned it over, muttering to himself. I don't need anything from you. You sabotaged my date. He found the hatch for batteries and realized he needed a screwdriver. He carried the device to the closet to look for his toolkit. The blue light again. Correction, I spared you, Jason. The cylinder rolled under a shelf when he dropped it. Roxy continued. I have scanned all devices and applications of your date. Contact Amanda from localsingles.com and have calculated you to be incompatible. Roxy, off, Jason shouted, rummaging frantically for a screwdriver. She continued. Based on the consumer debt balance of Amanda from localsingles.com of $130,567.78, it would take approximately 18.5 years to pay the remaining balance with your potential combined income. Potential combined income? This was one date. Roxy shut down. Jason found a flathead and rushed to the device, turning it over to find two cross-indented screw heads. Phillips head, no. He chucked the incorrect screwdriver into the couch cushions and returned to the toolbox. Roxy lit up again. According to the volume of internet searches related to shopping addiction and compulsive hoarding from contact Amanda from localsingles.com, I have calculated that an integrated lifestyle would increase your anxiety by 250%. Jason paused, letting the information sink in, curiosity overpowering concern. If we're so incompatible, why did we get matched on that dating site? Jason closed his eyes, realizing he was asking this of a virtual home assistant in a plastic tube. According to the algorithms used by localsingles.com, you both expressed a 100% mutual interest in one predominant component of human relationships. Jason located the Phillips head and began twisting the small screws from the bottom of Roxy's cylindrical base. Oh yeah, 100% interest? And what predominant component was that? He popped the cover from the battery compartment to find it was completely empty. No batteries to be removed. Sexual intercourse. We trust you enjoyed this story and really appreciate you listening to this podcast and supporting the great writers featured. To further support the writers, we'd also like to encourage you to share the links to this podcast far and wide. If you are a writer and you'd like to showcase your work or talk to us about your writing on Read Lots, Write Lots, we'd love to hear from you. Please get in touch with us by sending an email to russell at bmpublish.com. I'd also like to mention we have a new Discord chat channel to provide a place for writers to meet, chat, laugh, cry, and generally have fun in a supportive environment in which to share your love of writing. If you'd like to join our chat, you can find the details on our websites, readlotswritelots.com and bluemarblestorytellers.com. Before I go, I'd also like to mention 
we have recently uploaded our entire back catalogue of stories to the Blue Marble Storytellers YouTube channel. So you can find the full list of great stories there as well as on the podcast channels. Well, that's it for this episode. So on behalf of Deidre and myself, till next time, thanks for listening and bye for now.